Oh man. So this puzzle we're doing would be a lot easier if we knew what the whole picture looked like. But I'm pretty sure as we put this together, it'll start making sense. Should I put on some classical music or something? Uh, sure. What is this, a picture of some tiles? <laughs> we, how can you begin to it's understand? We have nothing. It's too look early. at, I mean, look at this. Look, <laughs> yeah, look at this. <laughs> I just Tile. wanna understand. There, now I have a run of four, okay? It's, it's happening. Okay. See, what do you make of this? There's something here. Let's see. Let's analyze this for It looks like bricks in a sidewalk yeah, it does. or a walkway. It does. I'm guessing this is the bottom. Or the top. I think this is part of a shoe, too. Like a guy's foot. I can't really tell from here. We're probably gonna have to dedicate like at least an hour to this every day. This is gonna take forever. <laughs> Man, some of these pieces are weird. Like I've never seen puzzle pieces of some of these shapes before. There's a little tiny dog, a giant face, big letters, grass and trees, red, the sky, purple. Uh-huh. Um, some kind of machine. Brick floor. Welcome to No One Can Know About This, a podcast where we play every Final Fantasy. I'm Jeff Ekman. And I'm Ryan Kazmiski. And here we go, season six, episode four. We're up and running on <laughs> FF8, or are we? I mean, it's all very slow going in the beginning of this game. The whole game is stop and go. Yes. But we graduated, we're seeds now. Mm-hmm. What did we do last week? I just told you. We graduated. Yeah. We're seeds now. Right. Uh, you know. So this week it's time to get on a train mm -hmm. to go to where our first mission is. We're gonna tr attempt to go on a first mission. Well, we're on our way. We're gonna get a little sidetracked and meet yeah. some new characters. Some weird things happen on the train that take a while before <laughs> the first mission can begin. You know how this game is. Some important people are about to be met. Yeah, they're important. I'll give it that. They're important. They're important. <laughs> They're different than the characters we've met, you know? There's a juxtaposition between these new people and Squall. Yeah, this game tries like a- it tries a lot of things, as we've said, and one mm -hmm. of the things it tries is like a dual storyline, and we're gonna get introduced to that this week. So let's get going. <laughs> I think we're a little ways into day two of our play. We're in our dorm, we're just going to sleep after having graduated and stuff, mm -hmm. and our weird date with Quistus. Mm -hmm. So let's do it. I don't want to go to sleep. There's a magazine. Is it the Tree Hunters? Tr Timber Wolves? Timber Maniacs. Timber Maniacs. So Squall goes to sleep for the night. Yeah, and then we cut to like a very familiar scene, which is Squall fully clothed, lying on top of his sheets. Having woken up in the morning. Mm -hmm. Squall, it's our first seed mission. Selfie yells at Squall to get his ass out of bed because they gotta go. Looks like we're going to Timber. Meet oh. by the front gate. Maybe, are the t maybe the Timber Maniacs are a sports team, or something. Oh shit! <laughs> if, we're, if Timber is a place, yeah, and the the Maniacs Get that from magazine. Timber. Oh, new weapons, weapons monthly. monthly. Let's read it real quick. Oh, Which I see. guess means that we could have upgraded our weapons already if we already have a new weapons monthly. 
Yeah, had we chosen to, we could have gone and grinded for all the screws we needed. I don't know if we could have. I don't know if we could have found the enemies that give us screws. Like, you I'm know what I mean? I'm pretty sure we could have. Well, we were fighting bugs. We were fighting we didn't dinosaurs. That's for sure. Like, yeah. <laughs> Do those drop screws? I don't know. I don't think so. Yeah, now we need steel pipes and screws for the next one. I don't know where we're going to get these screws. Well, yeah, because we actually did get a bunch of stuff, like the fins and stuff. Yeah, I actually bet we can upgrade some people's weapons. I would kind of expect that, like, the last weapon upgrades, you'd have to really go out of your way to get the necessary items. Mm -hmm. But that's true of every weapon upgrade. <laughs> like, there is... You never naturally have what you need to upgrade your weapons. Like, it never we happens. We regularly go into these stores like, we still don't have it? Why... Why? Yeah. We've been playing the shit out of I'd this. I'd say that's one failure of the game, is, like, you don't get a new weapon unless you, like, really, really try. Anyway, Squall gets out of bed. Ugh, tile floor in the bedroom. That sucks. That's pretty brutal. <laughs> <laughs> Every day you get out of bed and your feet touch the floor and you're like, ah! <laughs> so we step out of our room and start taking a little tour of the school for ourselves, actually mm -hmm. going into all the different areas that we've seen mentioned in the directory. Let's check out the cafeteria. The cafeteria is not open. The cafeteria may not be open yet, but there is a lunch lady here who will talk your ear off. I've worked here for many a year now. I must say, being young is so great. It's like this burst of energy flowing within you constantly. And, oh man, this may take a while. Uh, I'll lend it here. Yeah. But seriously, with all these youngsters around, I'm beginning to feel young myself. I started thinking to myself, hey, I'm still all that. You know what I mean? <laughs> what am I saying? <laughs> Well, anyway, I have a son about your age. He's just so incompetent. And working at this cafeteria is slowly driving me insane. <laughs> I'll lend another year. So my son is not as bright as all you here. So I, I was worried about his future. And then a year ago, I'm going on a journey to see what I can do. He said, uh, can you believe him? I was really surprised at first. But my son had this serious look I'd never seen before. So I built up enough courage and told him to go for it. And so, well, uh, when I look back at it now, all he did was make my husband and me worry. <laughs> but but now, my, has he matured? He's grown up, I tell you. Uh, he sure gets lonely without him. Oh my, I'm sorry, I got carried away. Whenever I see you youngsters, I just get nostalgic. I wonder where he is now. Give us an item for listening to you. Yeah! <laughs> I really thought I would get something at the end of that. There's like a ton of NPCs who will talk to you this much. Mm -hmm. And right now I'm watching this dialogue going like, is there something thematic about this that should trigger <laughs> something in my so. mind or tie into the larger story? Nothing but that I'm picking up I, on. Honestly, I just think that it's like like the old man who has shaky hands. Right. It's like there's just there's... people who will tell you about their lives, but <laughs> none of it matters. None of it leads to a side quest. But what a story. <laughs> Play cards with me. Play cards with me. We're not open yet. You gotta get there early to get the hot dogs. There's a lot of people here. So that was the cafeteria. Is there ever anything you need to do in here? I feel like this is just like a place where you go to waste time. I feel like maybe you have a conversation with Zell at one point or something Well, you here. run into him here, but I don't think it's like... Vital? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Let's go to the quad. All right.
I mean, we graduated and we're seeds. We're not gonna get to hang out here anymore, you know? No, we yeah, gotta we gotta go to the quad. Fuck it, let's just go back to undergrad. Let's just go do college again. <laughs> Fuck the world. Yeah. Fuck it all. Yeah. Take out some student loans, we'll never be able to pay off. It'll get us through at least a few years. Four more years. <laughs> Four more years. <laughs> what the fuck is this area? It's like a stage. This is probably where the festival's gonna be. Look, they're yeah. setting up the lights. Yep, these big horns. The band is gonna play here from that other town. Oh, yeah. That had better fucking happen. I bet it will. We never get to see that band. No. Like, we're in this area now that has a stage, but it's like, it never gets used. Because this is not where the Garden Festival happens, right? I mean, the thing they call the Garden Festival, which I'm going to say ends up being like a garden festival in spirit, mm-hmm. you know, kind of like how we've had like music festivals over Zoom mm-hmm. lately. It's like we're trying to do it, even though the circumstances <laughs> are bad and the timing is off and no one can go. We're going to do a garden festival anyway. It doesn't happen here. I kind of hope there is no threat to the world in this game. You're just kind of like... <laughs> just go on like this. You just kind of go on like, like this. And then you hug a girl. And then you hug a girl, yeah. <laughs> they didn't have time to think of a whole plot. They just... That was the quad. Dude. Okay, you got paid again. Look at that. So the next cutscene is happening near the front gate. We run into Sid and a faculty member. One more minute. And then Zell comes out of nowhere on a hoverboard. Whoa! He's Whoa. got a hoverboard! Look at him. That's awesome. Made it! Keyboards are prohibited within garden. Have you forgotten? Oops, sorry. This is really cool. It may come in handy on a seed mission someday. We'll be the judges of that. Do the T-boards ever come back in this game? No, you never see it again. You don't use it on a seed mission. It's not a part of a mini game no, where you're doing like you a... don't hoverboard anywhere. Mm-hmm. Just like rewatching the beginning part of this game, I'm blown away by how much is like the T-board. Like. <laughs> Most of the rooms in the school don't matter. (laughs) Nothing important happens in them. None of the rules about the school seem to matter that we spent all that time reading. Well, they were setting up the fact that when we went out at night to see Quistus, we were only going to be able to go into the training center because that's the only thing that's open at night. But I mean, this T-board, they set it up. He's like, got it. And he's like, it'll come in handy on a seed mission. And the faculty will be the judge of that. And the faculty is the judge of that. They say no. This whole beginning part of this game is like they're doing doing all this planting of things to use later that then just like (laughs) disappear. Haley, come up here. Confiscate it. Oh, bummer. Bummer canyon. (laughs) All of you are members of C, but nevertheless, you're still students at this. What are you talking about, man? We just graduated. Isn't that the definition of graduating that you're no longer a student at the school? Yeah, but now we're like seeds, so we still have to be at school, I guess. You don't get to go out in the world. Furthermore, because you are seeds, you must set an example to all others and abide by the garden's rules. Understood. It's really in charge. Yeah, I think you're right. I think Sid is not in charge of this place or something. Yeah. Well, about your first mission, you are to go to Timber. There, you will be supporting a resistance faction. That is your mission. A member of the faction will contact you at Timber Station. This person will talk to you and say... I know, that's the garden faculty. This person will talk to you and say, The Fortress of Timber sure have changed. Forest of Timber. (laughs) 
The forests of Timbershire have changed. <laughs> At this time, you must reply, but the owls are still around. Okay. okay. <laughs> that is the password. <laughs> we have agreed to do this mission for very little money. Normally, we would never accept such requests, but... This nonprofit organization doesn't like doing things for little amounts of money. Yeah, but they're making an exception here for reasons that they never explain. They don't want to explain. Enough talk about that. Really not enough talk about that. No, this is a horrible briefing. Like, they say, like, you're going to go help a resistance group. They don't even really say, like, who they're resisting, do they? No, we get that information when we're, like, on the road to the mission, I think. Right. Yeah, we go off without asking a single question about, like, what the parameters are or, like, what we'll be up against or when we can come home, which is just, like, for the entire game, not a single main character is curious about fucking anything. No. Like, they do not care about what's going on around them ever. And it's going to become incredibly upsetting. Yeah. Well then, Squall, you are the squad leader. Oh, and Squall, I forgot to give you this. It's a cursed item. <laughs> <laughs> but if one with enough power uses it, it should be, be of great help. <laughs> you got a magic lamp. So always talk to Sid twice, because he's forgetting to give a shit all the time. Yeah. Magic lamp is a cool item. Yeah, it's pretty funny that Sid just casually is like, here, have a cursed lamp. I don't know what you do with it. Have fun. Bye. <laughs> we'll come back to it later. <laughs> Once again, the password is, but the owls are still around. Don't forget. Okay. What's controlling the uh, light of this camera? Nothing. It sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I really dislike it. It's really hard to look around. Yeah. We walk over to Balam. Maybe we can take the train? From here? All right. Let's purchase a ticket to Timber. Let's go inside. The train to Timber will be leaving shortly. Here we go. I guess the train wasn't there when I came in here before. Yeah, we were like, what's the point of this place? Wee! Ooh. Go. Ooh See, going. I knew we, we were on a little oh, tiny island. Yeah. So we all hop on a train which goes under a tunnel that's underwater. Like a channel, if you will. And now more dialogue. Yeah, we're headed to the mainland, I guess. Wow, this train is awesome. The Transcontinental Railroad, baby. It even runs through an underwater tunnel to get to timber. This is getting a little nitpicky, but we're in the tunnel underwater right now, right? We're at least, yeah, yeah. Well, there's brightness coming in through the windows like where it's sunny daylight outside. Well, I was going to say, what a missed opportunity for like a cut scene of like seeing the underwater <laughs> life through the windows or whatever. I yeah. mean, if they're going to give cut scenes Maybe it's to, a glass tunnel. to selfie falling off of rocks. <laughs> they could, or a, or a commute. That comms tower turning on was fucking crazy. Yeah, They could show that. us this. But anyway, Zelda standing there on the train, punching the air. Look at his fucking 90s jeans. Look at those jean jinkos yeah, he's got on. The, that's <laughs> Jenko shorts. Yeah. Oh, man. Pretty cool, Those huh? look so comfortable. <laughs> sure is. <laughs> Guess you're not interested. Bring back baggy shorts. Yeah, By the way, Squall, you have to use the ticket to get inside. Let me see. Okay, we can go inside now. Confirming. Access granted. It's a much nicer train than the one in FF7. It is. Teehee, thanks. Let's go check it out, Squall. I'm gonna stay here and save. So we cut a lot, but they talk a lot about being on a train and yep. what trains are like and uh, stuff like that before heading over to... The next car of the train, mm -hmm. where I guess we have our own special room. Mm -hmm. 
yo, check it out. So this is Seed's private cabin. We're like spoiled and living in luxury. Whoa. <laughs> oh yeah, awesome. <laughs> this is so cool. You even have magazines here. Wow. Dude, that's not what's impressive about this place. No. Yeah, this train car they have to themselves looks like a nice hotel room. Yeah. There's like a, a bunk bed that has like a golden ladder. Yeah. Like a brass ladder. <laughs> Everything that you can is climb. gold leaf, yeah. Beautiful curtains and stuff. Like track lighting hidden in the like top of the ceiling. The sofa material is made out of something incredible. Uh and they have magazines. <laughs> Which just like this game is so nineties. Like yeah. I gotta imagine that at the time they were like, What do kids like? Magazines. Everybody loves Nintendo Power. Everyone loves Pokemon. <laughs> Make a collectible card game where you can turn every monster yeah, into yeah. a card. But yeah, like magazines were just the shit. Give the kids baggy jeans and like bleach. Like Zell's li- like, oh fuck, a Maxim? Yeah, they were like sent <laughs> <laughs> They're probably like sending their art designers, they're like, go to a mall and like <laughs> Look at where the like fifteen year olds are shopping and make everyone look like that. Anyway, we got the Pet Pals Volume One. Pet Pals Volume One. <laughs> Do you think we needed to read that to learn how to pet a dog? I don't know. We couldn't pet the dog earlier. This is pretty amazing. It pays to be a member of Seed. It does literally. Squall, you know anything about timber? Not too much. Thought so. Well, let me fill you in. Timber used to be a country surrounded by deep forests. Okay. But 18 years ago, Galbadia invaded. Timber fell quite easily to Galbadia, so now Timber is under Galbadian occupation. It's said there's a whole bunch of resistance factions, big and small. And? Nope, that's it. Okay. Oh, okay. So you start to get the sense that Galbadia has been invading and taking over the world or something mm-hmm. for like a long ass time. Timber got fucked over 18 years ago. Mm-hmm. That's the resistance. We're going to go help the resistance there. So you would think that, you know, Galbadia might be the main bad guy, right? They might be. They you could, would think that. You would think maybe. Thank you, Mr. Know-it-all Zell. Man, I'm grumpy. Grumpy squall. You want one of these? Okay. You want to be broken off a piece of that Kit Kat bar? Only if it's a left one. <laughs> Twix. I hate that ad campaign so much. <laughs> yeah, right, Twix. I'm really sleepy. You okay? Hey, huh? Oh, we're being gassed or something. What the? Something's wrong with me too. I feel sleepy. What's going on? Cool. We thought we were so safe in here. What is this? So here we go. Everyone falls asleep. Everyone is asleep on the train, and then we cut to an exciting somewhere else. Yeah. More? No. Huh? Soldiers in the jungle? Uh, Laguna, are you sure this is the right way? So we wake up as three different guys. Yeah, we're now playing as three completely different characters. One guy's got long hair. We're playing as this guy? Mm Mm-hmm. They're all wearing soldier uniforms. Yeah, Galbadian soldiers. There's one dude who's kind of tall and skinny, and then there's another guy who's, like, big and fat. Mm Mm-hmm. And they're in a jungle. Yeah, they're deep in some woods or something. We haven't seen this place before. Mm Mm-mm. Who are these people? It's going to be a long journey to really get to know them, you know? Oh, shit. Wow, listen to this music. Ward, Laguna, and Kiros. Interesting. 
I love that. That's how you find out their names, by getting into a random encounter <laughs> and seeing them in the menu. Well, before this, they were like, hey, Laguna. Oh, and yeah, they you're said right, each other's right. names. Yeah, but okay. yeah, you don't get to name them. You're not really <laughs> properly introduced. They have their own battle music that's different from the other battle music. Wait, they have these GFs, too. Are they equipped the way that you had your three equipped? I think they might have you quickly realize, like, they have the same loadout that you left your three characters with. So they kind of, like, transfer. And what does that mean? You know, what are they trying to tell us with that? Like, I think it means that the experience equivalent. points you get as these characters, like, flip back to... It's just occurring to me, like, why would these characters have these GFs? In the, it, you know, oh, like, in the lore of the world, yeah, don't like, even go there, <laughs> like, don't even try. You just want to see me. I got cool hair, long, straight, like, very overcombed hair. Uh-huh. Hey, aren't we here to fight a war? You know, against the almighty Timber army? This is supposed to tell you that they are back in time when Timber was first invaded by Galbadia. Right. And they're like a part of the invading force. And they're on a mission. I think they've gotten lost in the woods. <laughs> Don't tell me we're lost again. Anyway, we're, we're going home. D- Dowling City. Here we go. Wait, Laguna. So we're Galbadian soldiers now. Yes. Yeah, despite just complaining that they were lost, one screen over, they make it back to their car, and they drive over to Delling City, which is like Galbadia's capital. We go there later as Squall and Co., and it's like a big, lit-up city with buses and cars. Hey, you can't park in the middle of the street. Chill, man, it's cool. (laughs) So they pull up in the middle of, like, a town square in the car that they escaped in Mm -hmm. and get out. All right, then, how about a drink? We're not just here for booze, are we? We got a war to fight. <laughs> so we'll get smashed and then we'll charge! Fuck yeah, Ward. Cure us, Ward. You two seem to misunderstand. I just want to have a friendly drink with you two. No one can get any parking on the street. They're ostensibly on some mission, right? Yes. And Laguna just wants to have a friendly drink with the other two, and that's why they've parked in the middle of the road and gotten out and walked to, I guess we're heading to the hotel right now for a mm-hmm. drink. What were they even doing in that forest? Oh, the Calvadia Hotel. Got the hot pianist in the hotel bar? Maybe I will. Huh. I don't remember this at all. So yeah, now we're in like a really fancy lounge at a hotel. Mm-hmm. And Kuros and Ward are like, oh, this is the piano bar that has that piano player that you got the hots for. Oh, here's the pianist lady. Is this a dream? What's going on? What's happening to me? This must be our characters like watching this? I don't know. Yeah, the text boxes look like a little bit different. They're like transparent when they're, I guess, Squall in the gang talking. While yeah, I think asleep. they're like subconscious thoughts of like, what's going on? What are we watching? So, Laguna, Julia should be m- making her appearance soon. You going for it tonight? There's the pianist. They're all in uniform on a fucking mission. And they're like, are you going to do it tonight? Like, they regularly come to this piano bar and he tries to psych himself up to talk to this pianist. Well, you know, like soldiers when there's a war, like occupying a city, wear their uniforms when they go out and shit, right? I guess. I guess and that's this what's is, happening this here. this is the biggest city in Galbadia. Yeah, go for it. Whatever, man. Can't you see she's working? Don't go back on your work. Come on, go wave to her. Go wave to her. Give me a break. 
be able to listen to Julia play on a day like this. Oh baby, this is turning out to be a lovely night. Can we wave to her, Laguna? So Laguna very awkwardly goes up and stands like on like the steps of the stage and like stares at her he, as she he, plays. He stands like next. He could touch the piano. And, yeah, and he stares at her. I'm, if I were somebody in the audience, I'd be like, "What the fuck is that guy doing?" Yeah, this is not the appropriate time for this kind of approach. Uh, to be this close to Julia. Uh oh, my legs cramping up. Wow. Arg. Oh, no. Oh, whoa. This is embarrassing. Oh, limp away. So Laguna tries to talk to the pianist, but then he gets a cramp in his leg, Mm -hmm. which becomes one of his defining character traits, is that Laguna gets cramps in his leg at inopportune times. Limp away in shame. Sad. 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 (laughs) Good work, Laguna. Mission successful. You think this plot is going to be like, well, you're like killing these Galbanian soldiers because you think they're bad, but did you know that they're like people too? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, The Last of Us 2 had just come out. (laughs) I really thought I was right on the money with this. It seems like the obvious thing, right? Like you're fighting Galbanian soldiers and then you see something from their perspective. Yeah. But it's it's not about that at all. No. Our popularity rating's gone up a point. What? Haley, Jesus Christ. Haley, Jesus wouldn't want you doing this. Jesus would not want you <laughs> with this much energy. I'll uh, try to have her better for tomorrow. She's fine. Where is it? It appeared, having been thrown. <laughs> Ow. I don't know why I said that. <laughs> That was a weird moment that I remember where, like, Haley lunged for the ball and the ball, like, slammed into the TV. And as soon as it hit the TV screen and, like, reverberated, I said, ow, from 10 feet away. (laughs) You're like, I got one of those new TVs that's connected to my nerves. (laughs) Julia sure is pretty. So Haley is excited and Laguna's taking some shit for not being manly enough for Kiros and Ward. Mm-hmm. And then Kiros and Ward are like, we're going to leave. And Laguna sticks around. Hey, what's the rush? Oh, Julia's coming up to Mac on us. May I? Ah! <laughs> <laughs> and he limps away. I'm so nervous. Very nervous, Laguna. Oh man, oh man, it's really her. What, 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 what do I do? Kira Sword, help. What do I say? But man, she is pretty. Kind of like when Renoa comes up to Squall randomly and is like, dance with me. Julia goes up to Laguna and is like, hey, can I sit here and talk to you? It's generous of you to make that connection. You can relax. You don't have to be nervous around me. Say, would you like to talk some more private? I have a room here. Whoa, dude. In your room? Pretty hard to talk freely here. Everyone's listening in. This is a bold move by Julia. Yeah. Just inviting this dude up to her room to be like, because it's like... Within seconds of meeting him. Because we can't talk here. People are listening in. Well, I mean, you know the real reason you invite someone back to your room, right? To talk to them about the Galbadian army? Yeah. 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 If you'd like to, please come by. I've been wanting to talk to you. Ask for my room at the front desk, okay? Am I dreaming? This is a dream. No, this can't be a dream. Too weird to be a dream. 
Yeah, is Squall like having a hallucination of this right now? Laguna's all nervous and talking to himself, and I guess like Squall is watching this and commenting on it by being like, this guy talks too much. And yeah. it's like, Laguna and Squall are different, is that, kind of the point of all of this. I, I think that's the biggest point, is like Laguna is kind of a goofy romantic, and mm-hmm. Squall is not. And Laguna talks, and I, Squall I, fucking dot dot dots his way through half of the scenes. I always grew up like talking about my Oh, too much. It's always been like that. But not tonight. I'm all ears for Julia. Uh, time to use my manly charm and help Julia with her problem. So we walk up to the receptionist in the hotel. Which is Julia's room. Ah, Mr. Laguna Loire. I've been expecting you. Loire. <laughs> Let me show you to Miss Julia's room. They really went back to names that I have no clue how they're supposed to be pronounced in this game. What is the name of this area? The, the Timber? Gilbraithian Army? Gal- Galbathian? Galbathian? Something like that. That's not hard, but like, Quistus Treep? Trip <laughs> Treep? Like... So Laguna and Julia are alone in her hotel room. Thanks for coming. No, no not at all. Uh, thank you for inviting me. Have a seat. He doesn't know where to sit, he's so... God, you're so nervous. Feels so uncomfortable. Just, t- just go talk to her. Going so soon? We haven't even talked yet. We'll talk. Uh, no, it's not that. It's just that I'm a big fan of yours, you know. So I'm really kind of nervous, you know. So that's why you come to hear me play so often. You, you saw me? Yes, she invited you up here. You were always smiling while listening, right? I just have to keep in mind all these people who look like they're in their late 20s are actually 18 in this game, I think, so... Okay. (laughs) You have beautiful eyes, though they look a bit scared now. Fascinating. Don't worry, I'm not gonna pluck at them and eat them. I just want to talk, gazing into those eyes. I'm not gonna pluck out your eyes and eat them? What a... (laughs) Is that cute? I guess it's kind of like, I don't bite, don't worry. Would you like a drink? Wine, perhaps? Sure. Yeah, I don't like fighting too much, but you get to travel, you know, seeing new places and stuff. It's fun, because Kiros and Ward are always with me. And then Laguna starts doing exactly what he said he wouldn't do, and I'm fucking asleep. Like, what is this about? Hey, we should all go out drinking sometime. What do you say? And, uh, what was I talking about? Oh, yeah, so I want to quit the army and become a journalist. So I can tell people about all the things I see on my travels? We've read that if you pick up a certain Timber Maniac, that, like, a different thing plays out. Well, instead of talking to her too much, instead he has too much wine and falls asleep. (laughs) It's like, it doesn't seem to have much consequence either way. Man, if I had this dream, I would be so bored. So, like, the other day, one of my articles made this reader's column pretty cool, huh? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That was way cool. I'm happy for you. She's over this. Dude. Now what, Julia? What do we do now? Yes? Tell me about yourself, like, your dreams for the future. I want to sing, not just play the piano, but sing too. Oh, I'd really love to hear it. What if she sounds like Aerith? <laughs> I mean, a lounge pianist also singing? That seems like a stretch, Julia. <laughs> that never fucking happens. That Your dream is too crazy. But I can't. I'm no good at writing lyrics. Hmm, that must be tough. Thanks to you, I think I can come up with something. Thanks to me? The many faces you've shown me, times when you were hurt, worried, or felt pain deep inside you, your smile, your face, your eyes. 
do we want any of this? Do we are we keeping any of this? Unfortunately, I think we need this stuff because Fuck. it like sort of pays off later in ways that affect nothing. I'm bored. It's it's well the thing is is like they expect you to suddenly take a lot you're going on your first mission you just graduated you read all those tutorials you did all this bullshit i'm just trying to make our show entertaining and, and, and i can't and you and you're trying gotta to do all this dialogue and you're trying to go on your first mission and then suddenly they ask you to spend an intimate evening with laguna and this woman the people you've never oh, heard God, of you haven't you, even gotten the explanation you, you of the mission you, ahead you don't oh, even have a clear fuck. idea of who they are or why you should give a fuck about this Oh, Jeff. I don't care about these people. It's the theme of love. <laughs> right, I forgot. Okay. If you show me something, I think I can come up with a song. Yeah, who cares? It's not a dream, is it? I don't know. Seems like it might be. I mean, they're really sweeping each other off their feet. Yeah, but then Laguna gets called away by his duty. This scene has as much charm as like Attack of the Clones. Like this <laughs> oh, there's come on. no it's, chemistry. There's here. way more chemistry right, here than there is right. there. That it's was just, a low blow. It's when when this is so disconnected from everything else, you're sort of going like, but why? They stayed up all night talking. <laughs> New orders meet by the presidential residence on the double. Can we meet again? Of course. I have to come hear you sing. Next stop, Timber. Okay, so that happened while we were passed out from the gas. Yeah, I think so. And now we woke up and nothing has, like, nobody, like, took us somewhere. We're just back on the train. We all wake back up on the train mm -hmm. as it pulls into Timber. And you and I are both assuming we were gassed or something. Or <laughs> somebody not did what something happened. nefarious. What was the point of that? Are we all asleep? Maybe someone released some sleeping gas. There's lots of people who resent C. Hey, I had such a nice dream. Okay. Did we all have the same dream? Were we all in the same world? I had a dream too. It wasn't nice though. Wait. We, yeah, we were all in the same dream. I dreamt I was a moron. <laughs> Laguna, Kiros, and Ward. Huh? <laughs> Everyone wakes up. And they're all like, did you all have exactly that same dream? And they go like, oh, that was weird. Let's not talk about it at all. That's the most <laughs> frustrating part. There's no way we can understand this. Let's just concentrate on our first mission. Uh, I hate when they do that. We're like, something okay. crazy happens. And it's like, we got to talk, not talk about, about it for a while. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> hey, wait and put it on the back burner. You know, I'll maybe forgive it once, maybe even twice in a video game story. But the number of fucking times this game is like, holy shit, what the fuck was that? We need to find out what that was immediately. But we're probably not going to, so let's not talk about it again for at least like eight hours in the game minimum. Well, they don't even say, holy fucking shit, we need to figure out what that <laughs> they was. Don't. They just go, they, they don't. don't even do that. They go They're like, like Whoa, that was we shared sort of a dream. weird. If Let's... I share, if you and I both suddenly passed out and mm -hmm. woke up and realized that we had a shared dream, we would at least talk about it. Like, we're kind of spoiling it, but it's not like when they get back to Garden, they're like, hey, Sid, do you know what could have caused this? Like, they don't investigate until it comes up again. All. <laughs> they don't even try to figure out if Laguna was a real person or not. They don't yeah. do shit. We'll put this incident on hold. I'll report it to the headmaster once we get back to Garden. We should be there soon, eh? Oh, Haley, it looks like you're gonna die if I don't throw this. Psych yourself up, baby. 
So we all had a big shared dream. That's cool. Well, so somebody must have made us have that dream. So the train we're on pulls into Timber Station. Here we are in Timber. There's a pet shop here. We have a magazine about pets. Oh, shit. Oh, the force of Timber sure has changed. But the owls are still around. And that's episode four of season six, if no one can know about this. They really cram a lot into that train ride on your way to the first mission. My goodness. We were about to do something. And then we didn't do anything. <laughs> we went to a hotel as Laguna. We mm. met We met some new characters. We met a bunch of new characters. Yeah. But I mean, I'm just like ready to be a mercenary. <laughs> I'm a little bit excited about it. Uh-huh. I want it to happen. Well, it's going to happen next week. It will. And you're not going to be excited about it. I know, I it. know. It doesn't happen in a way that <laughs> is satisfying to me. But yeah. <laughs> so that's it. You know, weird shit's going on. People are getting gassed, maybe. They're at least falling asleep They're and having falling dreams. falling asleep and having dreams. I mean, the puzzle mm-hmm. element of the game yes. is starting to present itself. And there, we're seeing pieces of puzzles and we're going, these don't fit together. Right, like the, the, the pieces that I've put together over here don't seem to fit any of the edge pieces that we've put together. Right. And we don't well, know what the picture looks like. But hopefully the picture will come into view. Will it? We're going to find out. Mm-hmm. Join us as we continue the journey next week into the Dalit Dukedom. No, right? we're going to no, Timber. Timber, yeah. We've done the Dalit thing. <laughs> I forget which one of these. These blend together, these two first missions. Because in the scheme of this game, my God, this is we're still so early. We're, we're yeah, I mean, like, it goes a lot of places. <laughs> There's a lot of game left. Mm-hmm. Oh, before we go, are you ready to log on to that message console and see if there's any messages for us? Yeah, absolutely. Let's hack into the network. Just like in that movie, Hackers. Mm-hmm. Also Jurassic Park. All right, we're logged in. Oh, this is a message from David Lyons. Good friend of the show, David Lyons. Yes. No cat listeners. Do you not have enough Final Fantasy content between all your Final Fantasy podcasts? Do you enjoy listening to JRPG soundtracks at night in your lavish study? Have you been playing old RPGs nonstop to stave off the eternal darkness that social media has become? No, just me? Well, regardless, I'd like to recommend Orchestral Fantasy for whatever your nostalgic video game music needs may be. Orchestral Fantasy is a creation of Andrew Thompson, who arranges and performs music covers for classic series like Final Fantasy, Secret of Mana, and Chrono Trigger with the aim of recapturing the original sound and feeling with real instruments. The result is something closer to the original experience than most simulated arrangements and official orchestrations I've found. It's really incredible to see one person play half a dozen instruments to recapture all those specific bleeps and bloops, and every time a new track drops, it never fails to put a smile on my face and put my mind at ease for a little while. If any of that sounds like something you'd enjoy, check out Orchestral Fantasy on YouTube.
Man, that's a great recommendation from David Lyons. Yeah. And that's that guy's doing God's work. What's the name of the composer? Or the arranger, I suppose? Andrew Thompson. Yeah, Andrew Thompson over there. Because you would think that with the amount of money and time Square put into all their soundtracks that they would have orchestral <laughs> arrangements Seriously. for all of them. But they don't they, for almost any of they them. They literally do not. Like, even, even FF7, you'll go, you know, we went to that FF7 concert, more than half the music not arranged. Mm-hmm. They just didn't do it. So, like, someone has to. <laughs> And this guy's doing it. Yeah. So go check that out. Orchestral Fantasy on YouTube. Man, I got to check out some Secret of Mana tracks. Yeah, I bet those are good. Yeah. If you're interested in a message, they're just $25 a piece. Just email nocappodcast at gmail.com and we will make it happen. We do payments through PayPal. So just email us. That's N-O-C-K-A-T. That's right. That's how we spell it. Mm Mm-hmm. And also, go over to patreon.com slash nocat, where we have all the videos stuff and the bonus episodes and the the t-shirts and mugs and stuff. Mm -hmm. And thank you so much to the people who do support us over there. Yeah, we appreciate it a lot. That merch is also available on our Etsy page. Mm -hmm. That's a great way to support the show while getting something in return. Like a gift for yourself and for us at the same time. It's a two-way street of (laughs) gifting. Get in touch with us at No Cat Podcast on Twitter and whatever. And rate and review us on Apple Podcasts yes. or wherever you prefer to rate and review podcasts. Do all of it. So with that, we'll see you next week. And here is your no one can know about this dessert. It is hot dogs. Oh, God, I'm so sick of them. Oh, you're sick of them already? Yeah. Well, <laughs> settle in. Jeff, if you and I had a shared dream, what do you think it would be about? Oh, um... That's a good question. Is it not just us making the show or playing Final Fantasy over and over again? Well, I mean, I think probably I would wake up as somebody named like uh, Stephen Lefafakadebe, uh-huh. some name that I can't pronounce, right. and I'm a post office worker with a team of post office workers, <laughs> and and there's there's uh, there's old Nettie. Nettie, I guess I'm Nettie, and then there's uh, there's Francis who just barks. <laughs> And, and we're all post office workers, and we have been for our whole lives. Uh-huh. Um, and, um, and we deliver the mail. This is less fruitful than I thought it would be. <laughs> I'm, I just don't have it in me today. Sometimes I can just open my mouth and things come out. <laughs> I uh, had nothing either. We're I all mean, post it's a great question. It's obviously the... a fertile ground for bits. And you're like, this is the first time they're deploying post office workers in teams now because the postal service <laughs> is so unpopular with such a large segment of the country for reasons no one can understand uh-huh. suddenly. And so now we're a team of three, and you're mm-hmm. like, hey, we were supposed to deliver the mail in this town, but we're in the wrong town right and i'm like but come on let's just get drunk and then you're like ah, okay that's fair enough the mail can wait for a week or whatever and then uh mm, i'm just and then we have to copying the game now let's say that we had a dream that was that boring and mundane that Mm -hmm. we just are other people and and then we we wake up and you and i are like this was the dream that we had and we look at Haley, and Haley is like I've already forgotten the dream that I had. I guess, you know what? If we shared a dream like that, and then we discussed it, and we were like, I don't know... What that was? What would we do about it? Uh, see if it happened again? Like, I... I, Yeah, I don't, like... I would think if it would happen once that it was a big coincidence. And since Haley can't communicate, she couldn't tell me that she you also dreamed it, too. You think it was a coincidence if we dreamed <laughs> that we were in exactly the same place with the same names... You would chalk it it up to coincidence. I mean, what else is there to do? Go to a doctor? 
I mean, I guess we could try to call, like, uh... Haley, come here. You know, we could, like, get onto Coast to Coast AM or, like, that show with William Shatner, <laughs> Unexplained. Is that it? <laughs> and we, tell our story. Yeah. Our compelling story. Exactly. And that that would be badass, because then we could watch the episode where it's set to, like, dramatic music with reenactments mm -hmm. of the postal workers <laughs> being like, we're in the wrong town with the mail. <laughs> While you and I are very seriously with hard lighting going like, and I thought I was that person. <laughs> Anyway, Squall and the gang is not going to ask these questions. They don't even... They're not going to go on AM radio. 